Commander. You got old. <laughs> Had to happen sometime, Rex. just still alive. You too. Well, I wouldn't be if it weren't for these guys. Thank you for trusting my friend. It wasn't easy. It's still not. Nothing worth doing ever is. Welcome everyone from across the universe to the Wampa's Lair podcast. Star Wars is for everyone, so pull up a chair, get comfortable, and join the conversation with your hosts, Carl LeClaire and Jason Hunt, here in the Wampa's Lair. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. This is episode 506, Celebration Art. I am one of your hosts, Carl LeClaire, and I am joined by two official Star Wars Celebration artists. We got Joe Hogan and Chris D. Hey, girl. Hello there. (laughs) Gentlemen, I'm so glad you're both with me. Uh, Especially sad, Jason literally had to... Had to bow out about 20 minutes before we started recording because uh, his hot his hot water heater went and they're in his apartment right now replacing it. So poor Jason couldn't be with us tonight. But that's all right because we're going to have a grand time, just the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, <laughs> yeah. Jason. Great, I mean, great. Jason, you, yeah. you didn't have to ruin your apartment just to avoid <laughs> me being on on the show. I know I know you always... Uh... Yeah, try to avoid me when I'm here, but it's okay. I know. I right. didn't, I, smart like, man, smart man. The worst thing about Jason not being here is he's so good at the creative intros, and I am not. So you are um, perfect just the way you are, buddy. Thank don't, you. Don't don't you dare say a terrible word about yourself, <laughs> uh, guys. I am. I'm really excited to talk about your celebration prints. They're both gorgeous and amazing, very much in their own way. Um, I know you both are already got the pre-sales up, getting amped up. Celebration is approaching. Um, very sad to yet another celebration I won't be at. But really glad that the two of you are there in the art show. Um, man, like this is so, Joe, this is your third celebration print. Is that right? Uh Fourth print, but third time in person because the uh, my second time I was chosen was actually during the uh, the online 2020 art show. So celebration was postponed back in 2020 because of you know everything with the pandemic. Uh, but they decided, oh, we're still going to do the art show. So anyone who was chosen to be in that art show, they still did a, uh, a limited release of those prints online, which was cool. Um, so technically my fourth time, but really my third time in person. Okay. And Chris, this is you've been in it a few times now as well, right? Yes. Uh, if I counted correctly, this is also my fourth time. Amazing. But first time in Europe, so yeah, me feels too. good not to have to travel overseas for once. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> so for it, it you know, it, Chris, it's been it's been too long since you've been on the show, and actually, Joe, I don't think you've been on for a while either. Um, but Chris, you, where are you stationed these days? Where are you living these days? I know you're European. You're a European boy. Uh, through and through little european boy yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> one right now i live in luxembourg so uh i live here with my girlfriend um it's nice um last time i was at a show i believe i was in canada but i'm not sure and that was before the pandemic so at least 20 years ago <laughs> that's what it feels like that's, so yeah. um, it was um, for the chicago show so <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I, gosh, there's so many, so many really good prints once again in the art show. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I gotta say like the two of yours are two of my favorite to begin with. And uh, thanks man, Joe, like, thank I, you. <laughs> you're welcome. 
Um, Chris, I just love your voice. It's so perfect. <laughs> Is it soothing? Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe, you uh, because you and I hang out on the on the reg on the Discord. Um, mm. I was fortunate enough that you you all, I love how you always send me like your oh I hope I can say this on the air, but you'll you'll always share with me kind of your concept art for what you're planning to put I, through. I, yes, it's okay, okay to say that I share stuff that I'm working on with you. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yes, that, that's fine. Yeah, and obviously it's just like a screen share type thing. It's not like here take mm. this print. Um, no, no, I don't. I don't actually send still images. I only I'll, I'll show it in passing quickly. Yeah. Um, but as soon as you told me you were going to do a Tales of the Jedi print, I was ecstatic. One, because like you, I freaking loved Tales of the Jedi. But also it kind of is the perfect uh, medium for your type of art. I mean, the, the the type of art you've always done and that you've perfected is kind of this. I, I almost call it like Clone Wars animation style. You're so good at it. So this Tales of the Jedi print that you've constructed and. Uh, for all of you listening, I really hope that you you look at the show notes and, and the show art because uh, obviously we're we're show we're going to share both Joe and Chris's prints, um, which is important to look at when you're talking about something that's visual. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Joe, we're like, tell me how it came to be. What, what was why was Tales of the Jedi what you wanted to tackle for your uh, latest celebration print? Uh, I mean, really, you you kind of already like gave a clue it's you know i've always been very drawn to haha pun intended drawn to um like the animated stuff like clone wars and rebels and you know the original clone wars of course was a huge influence on my art style um but when they and even bad batch i love bad batch uh but when they announced tales of the jedi last celebration in anaheim i was so hyped. I was like, oh man, we're getting a Clone Wars style show, but it's going to be during the prequels and it's going to jump around and we're going to see Ahsoka's mom and we're going to see Count Dooku as like a, like how he turned to the dark side. And it was something that I knew going into it, I was going to like. So we have about, I mean, realistically, because we're kind of veterans for the art show, we know how the timeline goes for what's due when, about how far out it's due and everything. But for the most part, on paper, we have two months to put our concept together uh, from the point that we are uh, given the green light to do a concept to the point that it is actually due and, you know, considered for uh, submissions to be chosen or not. Um, But in that two months, uh, Tales of the Jedi was coming out a week before everything was due in, from in that two-month period. So I worked on my other concept. We were allowed to submit two this year. And I worked on my other concept for about seven weeks and then purposely held back on doing my second one because I said to myself, I know for a fact I'm going to love Tales of the Jedi when that show comes out. Um, so I'm going to work on this other one for a while. And then as soon as that comes out in that week, I'm going to like just burst and get it done. So what I did was... It came out at 3 a.m. here in New York, Eastern Time. Uh, I set my alarm clock for 3 a.m. I went to bed at, I think, 8 p.m., woke up, binged the entire show, and then (laughs) like the entire time I was watching the show, I'm thinking about, okay, what do I want to include? What do I like about this? You know, should I include a lot of things? Should I make it simple and, and small? But by the end of that show... I was like, I need to represent every single episode of the show. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. So that's kind of how it went. And then within about 36 hours of the show premiering, this print was completely finished because I just like I was so inspired. I love the show so much. Uh, and then that's just kind of it was my obsession for those 36 hours. I think I slept <laughs> maybe six hours uh, before it was complete and went to the bathroom once <laughs> and then <laughs> ate something at some point. That was it. So. Yeah, well, I I think the thing I love most about it is just the fact that you, you know, it's it's kind of these linear lines stacked on top of each other with snippets from all six of the the mini episodes. Um, why was that the way you just chose to? I mean, again, I mean, what a quick turnaround, right? I mean, you you watched it and then had, you know, a little over a day to submit your your concept. So obviously a bit of a, a rushed transition there, but. Well, uh, I had I had about another week, but I oh, was so okay, I, I, I was time. so inspired by it. I yeah. did it within that thirty six hours that I just I I didn't want to do I didn't want to work on anything else because like if if 
anyone who's ever been, I mean, Carl, I'm sure you can relate to this with, uh, you know, the many podcasts you've done, especially more recently, your Batman podcast. And Chris, I'm sure can relate when you're when you have the bug to work on something and then you have to go work on other things and you're only thinking about that other thing that you want to be working on. It can drive you crazy. So I was just like, no, I have everything that needs to get done will get done. I will lose sleep to get those other things done, but I have to get this done right now because it's it's fresh. I'm thinking about it. I'm problem solving right now. Like I'm in the groove, right? Like I was in the zone. I knew exactly how I wanted to plan it out and figure it out um, once I was was, uh, you know, had gotten started. Um, But, yeah, I think a lot of the design stuff comes from the fact that I have a background in comic book art. That's what my degree is in, if you could believe that. Um, and yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm very used to thinking about solving problems sequentially and, and visual storytelling in order, that kind of thing. So it really was kind of like almost a comic book page presented a little bit cleaner and nicer. And, you know, lately I'm kind of on this binge the last couple of years, especially last celebration where I, I pick about eight colors and I stick to those colors called a limited color palette. And what I thought would be cool for this one, originally I wasn't going to do that, but what I thought would be cool is, you know, you have Count Dooku and Ahsoka, whose stories start very similarly, where they're two Jedi kind of trying to figure out their place in the galaxy and, you know, what, how they should be uh, a part of the Jedi Order. And both of them, obviously, their paths diverge very differently. So I thought it would be cool to represent the same eight colors but at the same time, portraying these two very different characters taking two, you know, very different paths from a very similar beginning. So I thought that would be kind of like a cool way to, to approach it. And I'm really happy. I'm really happy with how it turned out. I think it's um, I think it was a success in uh, that regard. Yeah, I think that I mean, other than the fact that it is just the perfect use of your particular art style, I love that you included every episode. And, and I mean, it's. It's 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 like looking at the story truncated into one image um, and Thanks, just, uh, you know, it's it's just it's so fun. It's so gorgeous. Oh, thank you, dude. Um, I appreciate that. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. And I always have uh, a lot of amazing artists are, are kind enough to give me feedback and advice along the way. Chris actually uh, gave me some feedback that I'm very happy with, because originally in the second panel from the top, uh, Dooku and Qui-Gon, because uh, like I said, it's it's every single episode is represented. And um, so the episode, the second episode of Tales of the Jedi, where Dooku and Qui-Gon go to that planet to rescue the senator's son, uh, the Dooku and the Qui-Gon that I have drawn were referenced directly from the screenshot, but they both kind of had blank stares. And Chris was just like, come on, man, like you can you can make this more exciting. It's an art print. Like I understand you're referencing the uh, the the scene itself but like you know don't be afraid to push the mood and i'm very fortunate that you know i'm surrounded by so many amazing star wars artists who we 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 don't have to sugarcoat stuff you know what i mean like we we all respect each other very very much that we can just kind of tell it like it is and you know anytime chris or or you know chrissy chung or adam schickling or any of these other guys who are, are, you know, guys and girls, of course, are in the show with us or have been in past shows or just Star Wars artists in general. Um, you know, we all respect each other to the degree that we want to see each other, you know, pushing ourselves. We we do our best when we're all pushing each other. Um, and, you know, Chris gave me that great advice and I'm sure it made a difference. You know, sometimes a little bit of advice like that uh, can elevate the work you're doing from okay to strong. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm very lucky. You know, he's don't tell him I said, don't tell Christy I said that I'm lucky to have him. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I it, it's it almost takes a village to to get these prints done. I think a lot of the time. Um, because, yeah, we're, everybody's pushing each other. Everybody wants... Because that's the thing. The, the show, at the end of the day, we want it to be a strong showing. So we want all of us to bring our A game. We all want we all want each other to get into the show. And I, I, I love that about this community. That even though it's a competition, we're all pushing each other to do our best. 
Well, let's talk about somebody who did better than you, Christy. Well, please, um, by all means. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm kidding. still here, I swear. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, first off, I mean, I, I've always appreciated how distinct both of your art styles are. You know, they're not the same in any way. Um, and other is talented and I am not. No, no, no you're both extremely talented. <laughs> just very Don't different you dare say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Chris, with your print, Unbreakable Bond, also known as Baguettes, um, you know, uh, <laughs> you got it. It is this gorgeous, gorgeous print. I, th- the thing I love so much about your art style, I mean, I, the, the most prominent space in my Star Wars room for an art print is still the celebration print you did back in Orlando of Obi-Wan meditating in the desert. I mean, just such a gorgeous oh, print. Thank you. Um, and this is, this is so Chris D in style again. I, I love how it kind of elicits the sense of like a painting. Uh, there's something really beautiful about that, but it's 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 also this like meta commentary on the the relationship of Ahsoka and Rex. Um, this beautiful print of them embracing kind of in the foreground, but then in this shattered glasses, this you know right all these little moments between the two of those characters. I, I so my first question for you, Chris, is. Why Ahsoka and Rex? What is it about these characters that you wanted to put ink to paper for? Well, that's going to be a long one. No, I'll try to keep it short. No, 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 please. Joe's <laughs> not known Ahsoka for being succinct, um, so you shouldn't be either. <laughs> Love you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quiet, Joe. Thank you. No, <laughs> no so um, Ahsoka and Rex, uh, for me and for many other people, I'm pretty sure they are the face of the Clone Wars. You know, we have seen them in the very first uh, episode or movie. I, th- I think the movie came out first, right? Yeah. It did, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, those two characters, they really stood out to the audience because they were new. I mean, we had Obi-Wan and Anakin. They got new stories, but Ahsoka and Rex, they were brand new. And... Um, they piqued my interest from from the beginning. They had great character development. And um, over the course of these seven years, uh, seven seasons, excuse me, I think it took a lot longer for Clonus to, uh, to wrap up. Um, we saw them grow together. We saw them change. Um, all of these, uh, all of these different stories and that, a heartbreaking finale for the Clone Wars show, you know. Um, it, it took us for a ride, a, a year-long ride, and I tried to um, look at a way to um, encapsulate this in in one print, like the, the entire galaxy falling apart around them, um, but the two of them staying strong and staying together, you know, uh, through all of this ordeal. And that's basically uh, why there's the shards. Um, it basically represents the world around them crumbling. And um, yeah, it took me five years to get this print right. Uh, that's the fun part of the story. I already tried to do this print for the past three celebrations, but... I, I never got it to look the way I wanted to. It, it was quite hard. So, um, yeah, that's for the background. <laughs> um, I love the way you articulated that, Chris. Just the the fact that these are these are two characters who literally live through the the falling apart of the Republic. Um, and yeah, I mean, as their worlds crumble around them, something that gives them a sense of stability is one another. Uh, and, you know, like I mentioned, each and you mentioned as well, right? Each of these shards of glass contains a different memory. What was that process like choosing the moments you wanted to put in there? I mean, I imagine there's some you probably had to scrap. And, you know, how did you how did you land on the ones you chose? Yeah, that's actually uh, that was pretty easy, as surprising as it sounds, because I was just you know, I was literally um, browsing through visuals of the episodes, you know, uh, Ahsoka and Rex, and then you see all of these great images and all of these uh, great moments that we had with them throughout the show, and it, it really wasn't hard to choose them because I, I had several versions that I just put together in in, in no time. Um, I have an entire folder with hundreds of, of pictures of them. You know, it, it's it's 
at, at this point, it's just my personal favorite moments. Um, sometimes I, I just chose a moment because it looked cool, not necessarily mm. because it had a deep meaning to me. Um, I mean, the the most important run ones are there. You know, um, I, I'm thinking the reunion of Aldrax and Adult Ahsoka in in Rebels, and Ahsoka standing um, in in front of the clone trooper graves after Order sixty six. Those are the most important, and I had to have them. Um, maybe the Ahsoka trooper as well, but the rest. Um, I mean, I could have. I could have put a lot of alternatives in there. Yeah. I like that. It's when I'm curious if when you were either creating the print or brainstorming the print, were you rewatching any like particular episodes of clone wars or rebels to, to kind of get you in the mood or, or it's, it sounds like from this, you know, as you mentioned earlier, this, this concept has been living inside you for a while now and, and it finally kind of landed for you. But was there, was there any of that prep of like, oh, I want to kind of rewatch these episodes, kind of get myself in the headspace? Or, or was it already living inside you well enough that you knew how to put it down? Um, so I, th- I think it's been a while since I watched uh, The Clone Wars. Um, the memory of the uh, season seven finale was still uh, kind of fresh. Um, Tales of the Jedi um, kind of got me back in the mood. Um, the Mandalorian, you know, we saw a lot of Ahsoka. We saw some Rex in the Bad Batch. You know, they, they've always been present somewhere. I haven't rewatched the Clone Wars in particular. Um, I, I have rewatched some moments on YouTube. Uh, you know, some very specific battles um, that were visually just stunning. Um, but, but yeah, these these two are always present somewhere, you know, there's always that clip on YouTube that pops up on Facebook. Uh, when you talk with friends, a nice illustration, you know, uh, when, when, when I see my artist friends post a new print, it's a, it's a really awesome, uh, Clone Wars print. Like Joe has several of these. Um, when Adam Schickling does some stunning Ahsoka portraits, you know, always gets me back in the mood. And like I said, I mean, I tried this print every celebration. It kind of become a ritual. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this time it kind of worked out, you know, just um, and, and just like Joe, it was kind of a last minute, uh, last minute thing. I worked quite a long time on my first one because I really wanted to get a Kenobi piece in, you know, uh, because that show, I, I really loved that show. Um, it was really entertaining. So I wanted to get a Kenobi print in. I worked on it for weeks. And then a couple of days before the deadline, I was just like, you know what, Chris, just have a little drink, sit down and <laughs> have some fun with this, you know, uh, go nuts. And um, showed it to Joe and uh, and Adam and Kayla and Chrissy. Um, and we're like, yeah, dude, this is really good. You, you got to go with this, you know. And yeah. <laughs> It's gorgeous, man. I, I absolutely love the heck out of it. Um, and uh, so, all right. So let's have a little fun with this. Joe, I would be curious when you're looking at Chris's print, what is the most striking element of Chris's piece to you? So I'm I'm going to cheat a little bit. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give two answers and I'll try to keep them Cliff Notes version. The first one that uh, I know no one has mentioned yet i know chris hasn't mentioned it yet but uh his print this year is striking in i haven't seen it in person i've only seen video but he has this really gorgeous effect that's chris i'm not even sure what it's called help me out it's not it's not holographic what is the actual spot varnish okay spot one where the shards, I mean, Chris, I think, honestly, I think you should describe it better than I could, but this is one of my answers is, is <laughs> the description of it. Please, Chris, take it away so that uh, you do it justice. I know that I won't. Oh, it's not that complicated, but uh, essentially uh, when you look at the print, um, the shards uh, have uh, a spot varnish effect on them. So, um you know, when you look at your print, it's usually matte. Uh, it doesn't reflect light. But when it, on my print, when you look at the shards, uh, only them 
uh, only they have uh, varnish on them. So they actually look like glass. They look and feel like actual glass. It's uh, That's so cool, man. <laughs> dude, it's awesome. And I, I, I mean, to kind of piggyback off of that, I love that he had that in mind for the longest time. He's, he had been talking about that even before he knew if it got chosen or not. He knew that he wanted to take such special care. He, he spent more on the print quality to make sure that it had that effect. And the fact that he was thinking that far and ahead from the time where he wasn't even sure if he was going to have the piece work or not for this celebration. It just, it told me how invested he was in this one and how he, he just wanted to make a very premium, you know, a nice, like it's hard for me to articulate. I appreciate the attention to detail and the amount of quality that he wanted to make sure that he was delivering not just in the artwork but in the actual physical print itself so i really really appreciated how how much he cared about this print in that regard um in terms of the artwork i mean this might be a cophead answer chris's style is one of my favorite styles that is you know kind of recurring in the art show um you mentioned before that he and i are very different but i think even from the digital painters that are out there Something about his brush strokes, his color choices, his compositions, all of that stuff is it, it's always stand out from from the other digital painters. And I just I really appreciate seeing how far he's come with his likeness, his uh, his lighting, all of this. Like he's if you look at his first celebration print and his new celebration print, like the amount of difference in terms of just skill and uh, he's grown so much as an artist. I love the way he depicted Rex and Ahsoka in like the main Rex and Ahsoka. So like the mm -hmm. shard ones are great because they're, you know, adaptations of scenes we've already, already seen, but like these poses are not from any reference at all that I've ever seen before. He, he came up with these poses. They look amazing together. They look so cool in his art style. His rendering is always top notch these days. Like it's, I, I, I just love the way he rendered Rex and Ahsoka in the foreground in particular. <laughs> Damn! Thank you, man. Your <laughs> points there. It's it's the truth, and I would say this whether or not he was here. Like honestly, like I, I, I his and uh, Chrissy Chung and Adam Schickling are my three favorite prints of this show, and it's not just because we're friends. Like legitimately, they pushed so hard. Those those guys are my top three. This show for 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 real. <laughs> they killed it. Love it. Um, well, and then I'm going to throw this back at you now, Chris. What is it about Joe's print that like grabs you? Well, that one's an easy one. I'm glad he finally chose to do a sequential print. I've been bugging him for years about that. Like, Joe, you're a comic book artist. You need to do a sequential print. Just, just do it, you know? And yeah, he's finally started doing that. And this one, yeah, he really... He really nailed it. I mean, he already gave you the explanation of every everything behind the idea of the print, but it's so well executed. Um, so that's that's my main reason why I love this print. And I'm also going to cheat and say the physical print, uh, it just came out amazing. Um, th there's this one thing um, with the art show. Before you go to celebration, you only see the digital image. And you see it on the phone, you see it on a, on a tablet, on a computer screen that's 20 years old. You know, it rarely does the art justice. And when you see uh, the actual print, it's a different story. And, and that's what happened with Joe. And I know because he had him sent to me. I have like an entire box right behind me, you know, um, just uh, waiting to be shipped to the black market. Um, what um, <laughs> the black market? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's just been a pleasure seeing how it came together from the digital file to um, uh, the finished thing, and I love the limited color palette. 
um, if you know Joe's art from, I, I know you do, Carl, but from back in the day, the colors were all over the place. You know, there was not a color that was safe from Joe Hogan. <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were all uh, dragged out by their feet and, and <laughs> slapped on the canvas. Kicking and screaming. <laughs> but, but these days, you know, he cuts them some slack and uh, makes them take turns. And it, it really... Um, it really calms down his his print. It makes it makes them come together a lot a lot nicer. It makes them look so professional now. It's uh, it, it's just a testament to how far he's come uh, as an artist. So I, I hope I paid back those those really kind compliments you gave uh, me, Joe. But you, you know, did, we're sitting in the same boat here. You you came a, you came a long way yourself. Oh, thanks, buddy. I also owe Chris. Uh, many, 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 many thanks. He was kind enough since, you know, this time, obviously, Celebration is in Europe. Um, he said to me early on, he's like, look, I think it's going to save you a lot of money if you get it printed in within Europe already, because A, they will, uh, you know, the um, the sizes, the European sizes, standard European fra uh, framing sizes, uh, will be cheaper to print here because they're standard size here versus, you know, metric system versus inches and feet here. So he early on kind of made that offer and I took him up on it. And he used the same printer he did for me for his Chicago show. I I think it's the best representation of the artwork from screen to print that I've ever had in not just my celebration prints, but even my Acme prints. I think this is the most accurate screen to print that the colors have ever been. And they got it on the first shot. And Chris was kind enough to receive those prints. And he's, you know, bringing them to London for me. And, you know, we have another friend who is receiving our prints. Uh, so, you know, big thank you to Nate. But, uh, you know, Chris did all the proofing and was on top of everything for me. And his recommendation could not have been better. I'm so pleased with how the colors came out. And I really it, it, it's all because Chris said, hey, let me let me handle this for you. And and that's, you know, a kind of a testament to, you know, how much we trust each other, because like trusting your print with another artist, that's that's giving them your child, your newborn son or daughter handing it off to someone else to make sure that they're taken care of. It's a scary thing for an artist, especially like in a situation like this, where, you know, when you're putting a print out there, a fine art print that people are, are paying for an officially licensed, you know, product that they're ex they ex expect a certain amount of quality. And the fact that Chris and I have our history and all of, you know, us artist friends, we have our history together that we can trust each other to do these things for each other. It's, it, it takes the pressure off. And it's just it it just kind of builds our bond a little bit too. That like I know Chris knows my sensibilities, so when he tells me, "Hey, you're gonna like this," or "Hey, I think you're you're gonna want to change this," I know that's coming from a place that a we have that history, so he's probably right, and b he wants it to be the best it's gonna be. So I I know I can trust him. So thank you, Chris, for for taking on that. Uh, that heavy responsibility for me, I, I'm very, very happy with, with the outcome. He sent me some of them already, and, and they look amazing. I'm very, very pleased. I, uh, I, I just, I mean, for anybody, everyone listening, um, I mean, I'm fortunate to be friends with both of you. And I know, but I also know how close you and Chris are. Uh, and, and I think you have an unbreakable bond, <laughs> pun intended. Um, and so far as, <laughs> you know. You two uh, are obviously like you met through Star Wars. That's how you became friends, like all three of us. Um, but you also have this this talent and this gift that you like to give back to Star Wars. And I I, I just love hearing these behind the scenes uh, like stories about how you guys push each other, lift each other up and, and support each other. And and I know that, as you've said several times, Joe, it's not just the two of you. It's it's this entire community, uh, which I just think is really lovely and, and a nice reminder in the midst of. A Star Wars community that for the last several years has often felt so splintered. It's really nice to see that there are pockets of such goodness still in the midst of it. Um, and I think you guys are, are, are exemplaries of that. Um, but before I move on to another question, I just I, I want to share what I like about both of your prints because uh, I, I can't give a I can't give an artistic eye. But uh, obviously, Joe, right with yours, I similar to you, Chris. I just love that your entire print tells the story of Tales of the Jedi. 
Um, I, I love that from looking from top to bottom, uh, I can, I can hear the music of the show. I can see those stories playing out, but I, it just, your print just draws me in the way you, you choose to make, you know, within the print, like, you know, in the middle there is Dooku with those downcast eyes as he, as he chooses to be basically become Lord Tyrannus and, you know, Ahsoka's kind of triumphant pose at the bottom anchored with her, you know, her infancy print at the top. Uh, I mean, it's just, just really compacted image that, t- that tells the story on one piece of paper. And I love that for it. Um, and man? yeah, and, and with you, Chris, the honestly, the first thing that grabbed me about your print was the colors. I really love there's something that feels like uh, <laughs> do either of you remember Fleer Ultra trading cards? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I'm not can I'm, say I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how big those were in Luxembourg, um, but the colors of your print just kind of it kind of had a nostalgic feel for me, Chris, because it reminded me of these old trading cards I had as a kid. And uh, it just it felt fun. And I think what I like about your print is the these the colors you've chosen are very um, and both of you, please correct me if I'm wrong. There's just something about them that makes me think of like pastel colors, almost like an Easter type color. Um, and even though your print is the recounting of like a shattered galaxy, the the colors of the print are just so bright and colorful and life giving that uh, it just like it grabs me because it's like, oh, wow, this is almost like an, an aggressive, like sharp image. But there's something very warm and comforting and uplifting in it. So I just the colors you chose and then with the splattering of these moments, it's just it's such a beautiful and fun print. Well, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so just for fun, because because the two of you picked such specific types of, of, of prints to do here, uh, I'd love to just kind of do a quick roundtable. Um, and Chris, we actually never even asked you, but I'm assuming you enjoyed um, Tales of the Jedi? Yeah, I loved it. Um Loads of cool background uh, infos that we never got to uh, that we never got to see. Um, I, I'm not sure many people got excited about that one, but Yaddle finally did more than <laughs> sit in a room. That was that was really cool and actually had a pretty important role if you think about it. You know, um, th- that was exciting. Um, the whole development of Count Dooku, uh, Qui Gon, young Qui Gon, hello, uh, <laughs> that looked amazing. And of course, well, Ahsoka's origin—you know—we all asked the question like, how did she get discovered? Where did she live? What what was she like? You know, boom, there we have it. Yeah, <laughs> loved it. <laughs> um, well, s- s- staying with uh, the Tales of the Jedi discourse. Um, I'm curious for each of you, and and I'll I'll weigh in too in a moment. But it, was there was there one particular moment, scene, something in Tales of the Jedi that we were just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, was was there a favorite moment for you, Joe, in Tales of the Jedi? Yeah, I mean, funny enough, it's it was really Dooku's turn to the dark side. Um, Dooku was never a character that I was all that interested in. I loved it because I love. The, you know, the late Christopher Lee, he was an amazing actor. He was awesome in the prequels. So I, I always really liked the character, but I never really thought there was too much to him. I thought it was interesting that he used to be a Jedi and he left. But in Clone Wars, he was just portrayed as kind of, uh, you know, your garden variety villain, right? You know, we knew that there was a little bit more backstory to him, but there wasn't really much to him in, in Clone Wars. But to see him fleshed out, to see him kind of you know his uh disillusionment with the jedi order and his uh the stark contrast between him and and mace windu and why mace windu rose to power and dooku didn't and just seeing his influence on qui-gon because we all know qui-gon is was kind of wasn't exactly by the book either so just seeing the transformation of dooku from uh, this this noble strong jedi to being in this position where he has to choose between what he believes is right and, you know, someone like Yaddle who, you know, was trying to tell him it's not too late, his colleague, maybe even his friend Yaddle, that moment, I think, was so poignant and beautiful. And, it like, it was just the culmination of 
this ride that I took with Dooku that all of a sudden now I think he's just a lot more of an interesting character. I never thought I would be doing a print where Count Dooku was a main focus. So let me just put it that way. <laughs> but that show did such a great job of giving him more depth and more layers that I could not resist. And I did it. I w- and I was so inspired by that show. And I honestly, like, I love the Ahsoka episodes, but his episodes, I think, were much stronger and told a more coherent story where Ahsoka's episodes were just kind of like filling in the gaps that, you know, Clone Wars already told a very strong Ahsoka story in Rebels. And even, you know, we're about to get more with uh, Rosario Dawson's show. Um, but it was cool to to see Dooku get that respect that, you know, Ahsoka got for seven seasons of Clone Wars and onward. And here's Dooku with three episodes all of a sudden is, wow, he's he's a fully realized character now. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to piggyback off you there um, and say exactly the same. <laughs> so say the exact same thing <laughs> yeah, in different I mean, words, I guess. But sure. Yeah, I I absolutely loved the, the Dooku story. Um, I've always enjoyed Dooku. Um, and doing a podcast with Jason for 11 years will, will increase your love of Dooku because Jason surely loves Dooku in a very, very deep way. Um, and he does a great Dooku impression. He too, really like, does. Oh gosh, man. I wish he was here. He'd be, he'd be doing it right now. I can't do it. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not Dooku. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, Joey, it was just really great getting his backstory, getting, you know, getting a, a, a really small snippet of just who he was, what caused him to leave the order. Um, and like you said, it's, it's a very linear trajectory. Um, you know, as, as iconic as that that duel with Yaddle is, and, and we get to see him make that fateful choice that, you know, almost every Sith has to make, right? Where they have to, they have to make some sort of sacrifice to their Sith Lord in order to be fully w- welcomed into the Order of the Sith. Um, as cool as that was, I got to say, though, just that first Dooku episode, Justice, the one with him and, and his, you know, Padawan Qui-Gon, um, that episode was just so good to me. Uh, and mm. it, it really became like the the anchor, I think, of who Dooku was prior to his fall to, to the dark side is when that that corrupt senator says to him, he's like, you'll do what I say. You, you know, you answer to the Senate. And he says, no, I answer to the people of the Republic. Um, like it's just this really great moment where you get this sense that Dooku cares about the people. Uh, and it's like you said, it's kind of what rubs off on Qui-Gon a bit. Qui-Gon is somebody who who cares about the living force, cares about the living people around him much more so than than uh, the rigmarole of politics and bureaucracy. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was it was such a treat getting that that story about Dooku. Um so, yeah, and, and like you said, I mean, the Ahsoka episodes were fun, um, but we've seen so much Ahsoka already. And it's not to say that I don't want any more, but I think just we had never gotten any of these Dooku stories. So I just think that there was something special about that. Um, I, but curious about you, Chris, what was what was something about Tales of the Jedi that, you, you know, stood out to you? Uh, I have to agree with the two of you. Um, the Ahsoka <laughs> episodes were nice. Um, her origin story and her the the Clone Wars aftermath, where she defends the farm, uh, experiences betrayal. Um, that was all nice, but this entire thing could have been just Sudoku episodes, and I would have been just as happy. Um, those were the ones that were truly re- unique, and that I have been wondering about. For years, you know, it's always said, yeah, Dooku fell to the dark. Said, Dooku did this. Dooku did that. Yeah, I really wanted to see that. Thank you very much. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Um, well, then what, one last roundtable here uh, kind of focused in your print, Chris. And you you picked some pretty iconic moments to put in these shards of glass uh, between Rex and Ahsoka. So I'm curious just for for all of us here, you know, what is if you had to pick one, if you had to pick one moment between Ahsoka and Rex as as just your favorite or the one that's the most iconic to you, what are you going with? And since you created the print, Chris, let's start with you. What what is to you your favorite or most iconic uh, Ahsoka and Rex moment? Um it has to be the one in season 7. Um uh just after Rex tried to kill Ahsoka due to Order 66 and 
but but he uh, but he didn't obviously and um then he came to the realization what he had done um and and they had this really this this really powerful moment right afterwards uh it's in one of the shards as well i had to put it in there um that was probably the most powerful moment they ever had Cool. I'm going to piggyback off you now because that's what I do, apparently. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. That's definitely my uh, it, it, it's a it's a close it's a close one to me between that moment, uh, you know, in in the Clone Wars finale season, you know, kind of second to last episode, if I if I remember correctly, where that um, the folks who've been listening to the show for a while know how much I love the single tear on a character's face, uh, most mostly encapsulated with that. The, the scene with Anakin and Revenge of the Sith when he's looking across the city to, to Padme. Um, but I love that we get Rex essentially like it, it's it's like his body isn't agreeing with his heart. Right. Like it's this really powerful moment where his love for Ahsoka, which he knows so deeply in his heart, is being in opposition to this programmed part of his brain. I mean, it's it's a really sad moment for Rex. Um, and also obviously sad for Ahsoka. And then you combine that with the music from Revenge of the Sith from, you know, essentially order the Order 66 music from Episode 3. You put all of that there you, and man, it is it is heart wrenching. Um, but I'm also glad that you you included the moment from Rebels, which is almost the perfect counter to that. You know, when they get to see each other again after all these years. And they just kind of run to each other and Ahsoka embraces him. And it's just this really beautiful little scene. Uh, so I I got to mention both of them because I think they're both great. Um, but curious for you, Joe, what, what's the Ahsoka Rex moment that you would choose? I am going to piggyback off of you, Mr. <laughs> LeClaire. Uh, oh. <laughs> also represented by Chris's print, luckily. Um, yeah, that, that rebel scene where the two of them reunite, it hit hard back when the show aired and then in retrospect they went back and they added you know they went back and did siege of mandalore in clone war season seven after rebels had finished so that scene hits even harder now because we saw just how much they went through together from the time that we saw them last to you know that point in rebels where they're reunited and you know this is something that we don't really advertise anymore, but years ago, after Clone Wars was canceled, Chris and I were part of a project called Clone Wars Resolutions, where we basically went back and kind of did our own fan art stories on what happened to all the characters in Clone Wars that, you know, because it was canceled, we never got to see anything. But then Rebels actually retroactively kind of went and told a lot of those stories. And the Captain Rex scene of them reuniting on the tent of six tent of four tent of six i can never remember the number on that four um four okay we we got that scene almost exactly we literally had that scene <laughs> in in clone Wars resolutions on the tent it was really really close and i love it was it was like a surreal moment seeing this moment that we imagined on rebels and official and it was so exciting and and such like a cool moment to see them do it but the fact that we also had a very we longed for that same kind of reunion and when we imagined it so close to what it ended up turning out to be uh i, I think that in combination with uh just loving how strong that impact is after you know everything that Clone Wars season seven, and even that fifth episode of Tales of the Jedi kind of added to that, you know, to show just how close they were and how much they cared about, you know, each other and and essentially Rex being a part of the reason Ahsoka survived Order 66 and then everything after that. Uh, I, I love, I'm a sucker for happy endings. And that while was it's not the ending, it certainly was the road to a happy ending in uh in that rebel scene yeah it's 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 really really lovely yeah for sure um 
Well, I think that I think that'll I, I know I feel bad. Jason had also prepared questions for the two of you. But alas, uh, he, he actually just messaged me a few minutes ago. and He said they just left from putting in my hot water heater. But he's like <laughs> the fumes of everything they did in here. He goes, I need to get outside and take a walk. <laughs> so, oh, poor guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I, I appreciate so much that the two of you made time, especially I mean, Chris, you know, as we record this, it's like the middle of the night slash early morning for you over in Luxembourg. So I really appreciate you making the time to 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 be on the show with us. Um, I'm on another schedule. I I do not know sleep. It is a strange <laughs> <for> week. <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> uh, but before we before we wrap this up. Um, how can folks, you know, keep tabs on, on the art projects that both of you, uh, are always doing. And, um, I mean, like I said, at the, at the opening, uh, the, the links to the pre-sales, uh, will be in the show notes. Um, they're on our social media. They'll be on the social media a few times between now and next week. Um, really encourage you to, 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 to buy a copy of both of their prints, uh, cause they're absolutely stunning. Um, but Chris, where can folks, uh, get in contact with you on social media if they choose to? Uh, that's a good question. I'm really bad with social media. <laughs> uh, yes, Instagram. I'm on Instagram, folks. Um, I'm on Instagram at, at Chris Design. Design with two E, like Chris D. See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. also on Facebook under uh, Chris D Creative Studio. Yes, that's where you can find the latest updates. The name might change, though, pretty soon because I am uh, working on making my own uh, design studio. And, um, well, sooner or later, I'll adopt that name on my Facebook page. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, and, of course, I'll, I'll have I'll have you both tagged in, in the, the post that I make for the episode. Uh, but uh, how about you, Joe? Where can folks see your projects and everything you're up to? Uh, so I am also on Facebook and Instagram. It's just at Joe Hogan Art. Uh, and as for our celebration prints, those pre-sales actually end on March 20th, 12 p.m. Pacific time. So I think that's 3 p.m. Eastern time. Um, they are for pickup only. So if you are not attending and you absolutely positively got to have one, uh, if you have a friend that's going, uh, once you add the print to your cart, you can leave a note in there that says, you know, to be picked up by Carl LeClaire is going to be going. So, uh, Carl, you would be able to go to the show and, and pick up the order for the, for those people. Um, yeah, don't write my name in there, though, y'all. I'm not going to do be not there. do not. Carl is not going to be there. Do not volunteer. <laughs> Actually, Carl. no, no. You, you know, know what? what? Please do. Please so do. Yeah, yeah, do it. Please put my name in there. You know what? Whatever sells the prints, do it. <laughs> I, I want people to put that in there and then just tell their friends to say that they're Carl LeClaire. Um, right, yeah. So see what kind of plethora of folks you get. Probably some real handsome people. Oh, um, I hope so. None as handsome as the original. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like I said, thank you. Thank you both again for, for making the time to be on the show. Uh, absolutely loved it. Love your prints. Love talking to you both about your art. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I look forward to hearing about both of you selling out, whether before celebration or at celebration, because I just think that's going to happen. You both have got such beautiful prints. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we will be off next week, uh, but we'll be back in two weeks talking some more Mandalorian, kind of checking in on where the season continues to progress. Um, and Jason will be back. Uh, hopefully the hot water heater stays intact. He also lives in Phoenix. We need hot water for, um, but, uh, just step outside anyway. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for, this has been episode 506 celebration art on behalf of Joe and Chris. I'm Carl, and we'll see you next time here in the Wampus Lair. Wampus Lair.